Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. You're listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. This is Paul Hawksby. And Melvin Bragg. Yeah, and he's got a bit of a cold. It seems to have got worse during the show. Well, you know, it's... I think it's the aircon. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Talking of which, if you like aircon anecdotes, stay tuned for some clips of the week Computer, because Beaky's got an absolute doozy of an anecdote <laughs> involving air conditioning. Mm. Um, so, yeah, we brought you those. Uh, we were joined by Mark White. Uh, he has got quite the story. He's the man that founded, manages, is in charge of Dorking Wanderers yeah, in, in the conference. Is. And they came from very humble beginnings. Uh, and he was telling us about a new initiative they have that you can get involved with. So it was good to see him. Um, we had a bit of a chat. We did. And Danny Kelly joined us, as always, for our look at the Premier League weekend. So we'll we'll bring you that bit of football chat. Here it all is. Four minutes past one. Good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon, Andy. Good afternoon, Paul. And Romeo Lavia, if you're listening, please choose Liverpool. It's a great club. Of course And is. you'll get games there. Yeah. And that's become a much easier sell, hasn't it? Uh, now, Caicedo is, is more or less happening. Yeah. Because if you're his agent, you're saying that you're going to go there, um, but you're not going to get as much football. No. So it could work out well. It could work I'm out well for Liverpool. That we don't buy him. I mean, otherwise, it just means you're going to have to sell Gallagher and probably one other. There's no point. Yeah, I don't understand these people. 110 million. Um, Brighton's mm. profit. I mean, it's amazing. He's cost yeah. them under four million quid. But if they'd paid 100 million about two weeks ago, they'd have saved themselves 15 million. They they are the worst... I don't know if they've made any money, these people. They're the worst <laughs> negotiators I've ever seen in my life. They basically buy high and sell low. Well, give us a little bit of background because uh, they made an offer at first for Caicedo Chelsea for about 80 million yeah. quid, didn't they? And Brighton said that's not enough, so they went 85, and they went 19, and they sort of hummed and hard, and they thought, well... 19, we'll 19, 110, 110, 110, 175. That's what you're going to pay And, of course, end. Liverpool came in, and then they got panicky, so they end up completely overpaying for him. I mean, he's a good player, but you know, why would you buy another one when you desperately need a striker and a goalkeeper? It makes no well, sense. You'll probably get one of those as well. But you can't keep spending money. I mean, actually, they they were before Caicedo minus fifty seven net spent, so million that is, yeah. obviously, and that was good. But you know, you know, there are some bargains to be had. I was impressed with your new left back, Destiny Udogi. Yeah, uh, he looked a bargain. So I was wondering how much was Udogi in the window? Yes, Thank you. you're probably not the first or last person to have done that. In fact, I think I may have done it on the show. Maybe it was I a day. Maybe it was a day you were off. Yeah, and a lot of people. I've said people scouting round it there. Udogi, Udogi, no. 
he was asked, horse's mouth. He <laughs> was doggy's asked. Mouth. <laughs> yeah, he was asked how you pronounce it, and he said, who doggy? So that's yeah, what he is. Enough. Actually, he played really well, didn't he? He did. Good. Yeah, we just need one mm. of those on the right now. That would be uh, that would be marvellous. Mm. So, uh, yeah, we're going to come on to the games at the weekend with Danny Kelly. You were at the bridge. <laughs> I was at the bridge. It's, uh, it's played at one point. I love some things people say. Sato had the ball, and he was facing Colwell. And he said, uh, I wonder, is that word? He said something like, Keep him, keep, keep him there, Levi. It's all left foot. You think? Yeah, he's all left foot, but yeah. probably the second best left foot in world football. Yeah. But apart from that, he's all left foot. People used to shout that at Maradona. <laughs> yeah, go on. <laughs> Show him on the outside. Show he's him on the outside. outside. He's, he's all, all left, left foot. foot. Yeah, it's oh, for standing on. Yeah, but people. yeah. His player said to me, what do you think today, Andy? How do you think it'll go? So I said, well, I think it might be a draw. He said, oh, you're always full of doom and gloom. I said, well, why'd you ask me then? What's the point? <laughs> <laughs> I felt a bit bad, actually. I did go yeah. a bit mad with him. But yeah, I, it's not like I you, thought, Andy, to fly off the handle point? like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, what did he want? You said, we're going to win 5 0. That's more like it, Andy. Yeah. Cheers. Yeah, just tell him what, just give them what they <laughs> want, mate. Don't just, don't give a considered take, which ended and, up being true. I was, I was having lunch uh, in a pub in Chiswick on the river just before the. Brentford game yeah. and I saw some Brentford fans drinking there and one yeah. bloke like real leaving it late I was working out I was thinking blimey you're going to get there just as they're kicking off just so you can have that extra pint and then of course when I heard about the no toilets I thought of you oh, in Brazil yeah. I was thinking that poor guy he's well, going to be yeah. struggling um, you're thinking of me in Brazil this yeah. was um, <laughs> we decided when we came home from the Brazil World Cup uh, to mm. have a, a, a last minute pint yeah, it was we had a, a celebration a celebration that, right? as we were leaving mm. our old mate Mike Borville joined us down there on the Copacabana. <laughs> we had a couple of beers. And I said, I said, should we get off to the airport now? And he said, no, the traffic would be fine. It only take you about 40 minutes this time of night. <laughs> Hour and three quarters later, I'm basically prepared to wee out of the window of a moving minibus. Yeah, never moved. Honestly, I was like Mickey Van der Ven. Incredible turn of pace. To yeah. Anyway, that that was a anyway. Something you can tell us about today. I, I follow a little Twitter site that has some great old nostalgia. Mal Winkle's football nostalgia. Oh, really? Beautiful. And uh, today uh, he, he had a, a little piece on the which was from the cover of Practical Woodworking magazine in 1980, and it was make yourself heard above the crowd. Simple to make and paint your team's colours. This traditional football rattle oh. will add strength to your cheers, so that you can be heard above the rest. That's right, kids. People, you know, now you can't, they take a plastic bottle top off of a bottle of water in case it's an offensive weapon. People used to march up this great big wooden it's block. Gregor, Gregor. No, they were called, I called them rattles. I mean, you, yeah. call, you always called them Greggers. Where's that come from? About the 1830s. <laughs> no, around your way they were. They were football rattles and Graggers. Do I'll stop it, Graggers. <laughs> so, um, yeah, practical woodworking was make your own rattle. And you can only imagine, it doesn't matter how clear their instructions were, if they were anything like as bad at woodwork as I was, imagine how sharp edges full of splinters, as soon as you, sh- as soon as you actually tried to rattle it, it would fly off and hit someone in the face. I know why I call it a gragger. Why? Because it's, it's got a Jewish connotation, I didn't realise. It oh. is the same thing. But it's it's something that during there's a ceremony. You didn't take a rattle your bar mitzvah. There's no, not, no, there's, there's a, not a rattle there's section. There's a ceremony. There? There's one ceremony uh, during the year where you, every time they mention this bloke's name, you've all got to stamp and make a lot of noise, and that's what it comes from. Who's the bloke? Haman. 
Okay. Not Heyman Holmes. <laughs> <laughs> Every time I see Heyman Holmes, I'm going to start. So <laughs> everybody everybody shouts Heyman, and the yeah, old rattles, come, the yeah. graggers come out. That's okay, right. well, what about that? I've learned something today, Andy. So, but that's not the. Uh, that's, that's yeah, I'm interested anyway. to know. Yeah. Now and again, it could be you, it could be your old granddad, could be your dad or whatever. Mm. They'd say, don't go out and buy an expensive cricket bat. I'll make you one. <laughs> My dad was a bit like that. Yeah. No, no, no. I'll make you a cricket bat. And I was thinking, imagine imagine what that was like. Maybe those sort of cricket bats that were homemade yeah. that were just one single piece of wood and the ideal. ball had hit and it just reverberate through your hands right into your skull every time not you ideal, hit the really. ball. So mm. homemade sporting equipment and the derivation of it. Who was it? Mm. Uh, was it you or was it? You said, I'm not going to spend all that money. I'll make my own set of goalposts. <laughs> Cue to it, hitting the bar and falling on the keeper's head, uh, ending up in casualty. But uh, homemade sporting equipment. We would love your tales, really, and I say the background to them this afternoon. Talksport.com forward slash H&J. Text 81089. Tweet TS uh, yeah, we await the Caicedo news. Mm. Uh, hundred million up front, you're paying. Hundred million up front. The muggins. Fifteen Todd in add-ons. Muggins. Honestly, <laughs> what a mug. <laughs> he really is. Do you I think? Just look at the thing. How? How have you? How have you got into this position? Do you position? think uh, Tony Bloom and Paul Barber, David, where they look out the window, goes, "Here he comes." I changed my mind about the horn of his Cadillac. I actually want Brighton to do well this season. That's good. Yeah, you should do. A, they're brilliantly run, and they're. It's nice to know you've bankrolled it. It's basically like it's a Chelsea. Bankroll like team, but I also feel that it serves Todd, Todd Bowley right. It does <laughs> absolutely. What sort of team could we build with Chelsea money, but that we've we've given away to another club? Look at the I team know. that they're building. It's mad. They'll go out uh, and Liverpool, buy Reg Caicedo for three million. Though. I mean, old Klopp and, and Liverpool's owners are trying to get trying to report Chelsea to. Uh, the Premier League for all this money. It's like, like they've never spent anything at all. You mm. know what I mean? Like this organic club. It's rubbish, isn't it, really? Well, I don't know. I they don't were prepared to, the to spend £110 million on Casado. Yeah. Yeah. Presumably they will spend this on Lavia and somebody else. Well, uh, we're going to be looking at all the Premier League uh, games very shortly with Danny Kelly. Every one of them covered. We'll look ahead to our game tonight on TalkSport, Manchester United versus Wolves. Um, also, as we said, Andy Brassel is going to join us. Looks like Neymar's the latest to head to Saudi. And with that in mind, we will have a little bit of a Saudi chat. Their league got underway. I've got to be honest, I, I've not subscribed to watch it. Oh, it I'm not watch any of that. doesn't particularly... Uh, that red last week, no. the games take place in 40-degree heat. How good can the football be, really? Well, um, yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that a little bit later on. Ben Jacobs is going to join us and we're going to keep an eye on events there because, look, they're not going anywhere. Um, you, we're going to bring you some quotes from uh, Michael uh, Emanalo. You may remember him from his Chelsea days. And, um, yeah, they've got all sorts of plans and think they're going to get to where the Premier League is in a much quicker time. They so won't. we'll be looking at <laughs> they some of that. They just won't. Well, we'll... They've uh, got the culture of it, the teams, the history. You know, look, it could be like the IPL. It could be very successful. I'm not saying yeah. it won't be successful, but... Live football. Yeah. Uh, anyway, that's all to come, but Danny Kelly's going to kick us off. As we said, homemade sporting equipment. We want your stories, whether you did it yourself or somebody did it for you. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Paul Hawksby, Andy Jacobs here on Talk Sport. Just a reminder, we're looking for homemade sporting equipment this afternoon. Uh, Talksport.com forward slash H&J. You can text to 81089. Tweet to TSH&J 03717 
double four to get in touch and tell us your stories. I've got a few coming in already. My granddad made me a snooker table that fitted over the dining table. Me and my mates had hours of fun playing on it. Not sure what happened to it, John. <laughs> from Cop. Good. That was the way to do it. <laughs> it Danny Kelly joins us every Monday throughout the Premier League season to reflect on the uh, weekend's games. Hey, Danny. Hello, man. How's it? All good? Yeah, All we're good, not too yeah. bad. Any items of homemade sporting equipment? You know? um, I, I, no, I, the one I, I remember most is uh, my old radio partner, Danny Baker. His brother, at his woodwork class in school, made him one of those old-fashioned rattles, the wooden rattles mm, that make yeah, that huge those, noise. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely brilliant. Um, but where Michael might have been brilliant at woodwork... Um, spelling not necessarily his big thing. So he went to the Millwall ground, the, the, the young Danny, with a, a rattle that said, up the loins on it. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's what brought us in. This was the old gateway because, yeah, Practical Woodworking magazine back in 1980 had oh. make yourself your own rattle. Maybe that's where maybe Danny's brother, Danny's brother got it from. Yeah, it could have been. Up the loins, up everybody. The, up the loins. That should be the, that should be the name of this section, I think, from now on. The loinesses as well. I love the loinesses. The loinesses. Yeah, he's got a bit West Country on us. So that I think that may be the title of today's podcast, Up the Loins. But we'll see. Mm-hmm. Let's get uh, let's get uh, on with it then. We kick off at the bridge where Chelsea was. Uh, Chelsea won, Liverpool won. Uh, Andy, you were there. Do you want to give us a... Uh, very briefly, yes. It was so much better than last season, although the first 30 minutes were really worrying, especially when Liverpool scored that second goal. And you, you, yes. It was chalked off, you're thinking. You, you had a little oh, moment of pessimism, you were, you're just you? thinking, this is, this is not going to be good. But following that, and they were a bit fortunate, then suddenly Chelsea really started to play well, and you saw what Pochettino could bring if he's supported and left alone. Mm-hmm. But it was really, really good. It was a great game. I thought Liverpool's goal was a wonderful goal. It yeah, was, it was very exciting. Uh, Danny, what was your takeaway from that game? Well, first of all, what an amazingly good weekend for uh, Andy Jacobs. Chelsea didn't lose, and they got Kepper off the firm. You must be, <laughs> you must be absolutely over the moon. Well, so um, you were a convert, Andy. Well, you the thing is, he just had his best. Oh, season. sorry, because Mendy, because of Mendy, you've gone back to Kepper <laughs> yeah. now, haven't you? Well, Mendy in his first game in Saudi Arabia was brilliant. He chips, he, he chips it to the. Uh, to the forward and the forward just lobs it I thought you weren't watching the Saudi Arabia <laughs> oh, yeah. came up on my Twitter feed Schadenfreude <laughs> for ex-Chelsea players no, um, I mean a really first of all let's say a really exciting game um, a, a very predictable result I think there's seven seven draws on a spin between these teams incredible and amazing that they can't break each other um, and you have to be honest about it, it you know, we'll talk about this time of the year since they decoupled the uh, the, the transfer window from the from the start of the season. We're we're going to be talking about these half, the, you know, brand new team Chelsea. Um, and again, we should make the point. Um, and the world is, you know, football is run by money now. We get it. Uh, since Todd Bowley went in there, three transfer windows, eight hundred and twenty million pounds. If they get the Caicedo yeah, deal, they've but, also uh, sold a lot of papers have picked uh, up on that, Danny. But no, sure, they, they sold a lot of players. Sold eleven players this summer. They, they have. Oh, they were, they're actually minus fifty-seven million on this. They may. They may very well this. be getting their FFP in, into good shape. I'm just making the point that for those Chelsea fans who were terrified when Abramovich, um, I can't say the word left, um, yeah. departed. <laughs> um, yes. they, they, they wouldn't <clears> still be the. They are still the big dogs in the British transfer. market market Chelsea mm. um, and Liverpool looked really good as well they've upgraded their midfield even though um, they, they they obviously still need somebody to hold that midfield yeah. and it's interesting isn't it Chelsea uh, having outbid them for Caicedo um, or out, out attracted them for Caicedo might even 
um, add insult to injury by, by adding even more yeah. in Romeo Lavia. But, but it's a great game. It's a really ridiculous. good game. They mustn't do that. It's yeah. ridiculous. They, they've got other needs that are much more pressing yeah. than another defensive. And from kind, we're just saying, Danny, from, from uh, Lavia's point of view, you know, he's going to look at the players in front of him at Chelsea and wonder if he's going to get game time. Whereas at Liverpool, there is a Lavia um, sized hole. We mm. could all see that yesterday. Absolutely. They need a player like that. It's been great for Southampton. They'll probably end up getting an extra 10 million than they would have. And this mm. bidding war, mm. as much as it's done Brighton good, it's done Southampton good as well. Sure, and off the back of uh, James Ward-Prowse's departure today for West Ham as well, they now can, um, you know, at the level they're playing at, they, they've got an awful lot of war chest, to use a cliche, um, which to attack the championship. And you'd be amazed they didn't buy three, four, five yeah. players between now and the, and, the, and the closing of the window. But I thought it was a really good game and uh, about a pretty fair result in the end. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. We're going to find this. There's no such thing as fullbacks anymore through this season. Yeah, yeah. Fullbacks don't exist Everybody's anymore. Everybody's inverted. Mid fullbacks <laughs> playing <laughs> striker one Jeez. minute. He's playing. We didn't get to Brentford Spurs. Oh, wait, oh yes, we did. yes we did. Oh, it's if, sorry, yeah, I thought that's, it was, I thought it was that's not the ad. Oh, no, okay, that's, good. Oh, you're losing no, track no, of time. No, 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 we're going to get to Brentford Spurs. You don't no. honestly think Paul and I wouldn't get to Brentford Spurs, <laughs> Andy? Do you? <laughs> but there we are. Uh, promising. I think both teams' sets of fans would have enjoyed that. Liverpool know they're going to do business. Chelsea going to do business. So looking pretty good for both teams. Mm. So we do move on to uh, Brentford two, uh, Tottenham Hotspur. Two, um, yeah, good good signs for. We'll kick off with Spurs. We'll talk about Brentford a minute. Good signs for Spurs. A whole lot more enjoyable than uh, than it was last year, but that wouldn't have been difficult. No. Um, but Danny, um, how did you feel about it watching that game? Look, I can't I can't be complaining, can I? Having gone on and on about how I want to see Spurs risk losing three two. Um, to win, to risk winning three-two, I nearly got my wish, didn't I? If Mboma had scored yeah. that goal just before half time, I'd have got the exact thing that I was predicting. <laughs> Last year, Spurs were involved in games in the Premier League which saw more goals than any other club. Um, and if you think what Manchester City were chalking up, that's an incredible thought. And I wouldn't be surprised if it's very much the same again. The defence will settle down, but Paul, you know, as much as. As much as you know, Madison was excellent. Uh, what really struck me, even after Christian Romero went off, and well done the Spurs management getting him off when he clearly had a, a head injury, is in Odogi and uh, Van de Ven, um, uh, and, and even the much derided Sanchez. Suddenly, Spurs had loads of pace at the back; they could play on the halfway line, mm. whereas previously they've been playing on their own penalty spot. Um, and all I can ask, you know, the new manager is make us happy to watch the team again. You know, you can't guarantee winning. And I, I think there was loads of that in mm. it. Against a Brentford team, don't forget, who are really good at home. And uh, amazingly, in this first section, the most stable... Brentford had the most stable squad of, of these three te- <laughs> these three teams, other four teams you talked mm. about. Um, four debutants for Spurs. I'd make it five. And this will be the last time I, I punch... Uh, verbally punch Antonio Conte oh. in the puss because um, Bissouma was a new signing, mm. having been treated appallingly last yeah, yeah, year. I he played really um, well. Well, if you look at the price of defensive midfielders, the 25 million Spurs laid out for him now started to look very juicy indeed, isn't it? Um, my biggest concern is the is the front three and maybe even the shape of the front three. It they seems, were poor. Well, I mean, do you know what? Sad act that I am. I, I'd forgotten what kind of goal scorer Richarlison was. It's been that long in any kind of number. So like, I went and watched on YouTube and it's quite an ed- education if you're a Tottenham fan out there, the 50 goals he scored for Everton because I think what kind of goal scorer was he? Mm. But of course in his pomp, 
He's every time, every type of goal scorer. He's attacking the box, mm. headers, getting a foot in. He's outside the box, taking in the players channel. On. He does all sorts he, of things. Yeah. So it, I, I watched it and I thought, this is a guy that just needs to get his confidence yeah, he's up. He's a good player. You know, he a couple is. of goals, it could be completely different. The they service, may, yeah. they may have to swap Son and he occasionally yeah. to give him that space on the left hand side. And also the other thing that struck me, and I did think all three of the Spurs forwards were pretty poor on the day. Mm. But they wait. They, it does take a little bit of time. I've got no patience for projects, but it does take a little bit of time mm. to get used to Madison. Suddenly, the player has a team in it who can pass the ball between the centre backs, behind the full backs, yeah. yeah. and you've got to get used to that. Spurs forwards have got used to coming backwards to essentially Hoiberg's semi-defensive passing role. They've mm. got to get used to going forward again now, knowing that Madison is skilled enough to pick them out and the free kick. Um, I don't mm. I mean the, the free kick was going at such speed. No wonder poor Lovely Romero delivery. was injured by it. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> and anyone who hit that would be well, good. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. No, it was it's, it was uh, yes, like having that's a, the most Ericsson's delivery back. It and uh, I don't know what's wrong with Son. He's still playing with a handbrake on. As I said, he's, they're playing incredibly wide. Those two, they're playing like proper old school wingers. That's not really their game. I'm and sure neither of them are that. No, yeah. it'll work. And look, I'm sure it'll work itself out. As for as for Brentford. Mm. Um, no I mean, Tony, but still pretty... I mean, they yeah. still threatened a load yeah. on the break, Dif- didn't difficult they? Difficult to beat, and uh, they only lost twice all year. Like, yeah, all I mean, Avissa and, uh, and Buemo did well, and Rico Henry, Andy's seen a lot of him, and he's always yeah. been evangelising about him when he comes in after a Brentford game. But He should be know, in the England squad. Oh, well, what clearly. a weapon he would be for Gareth Southgate yeah. against yeah. a tired defence. That kind of... I mean, you know, Royal didn't know what was going on, really. It he's was, quick, and he's delivering He's incredibly speed. quick, and he, as Andy says, he's I, I like him a great good. deal, I, yeah. I, 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 Go on. Go on, please. No, it's, just, it's a stupid comment. I was just thinking, uh, Brentford said half Christopher Ayer. Be great on play your cards, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they had a celebrity. I brought him and back we, and had a celebrity <laughs> one for Brentford players. And we yeah. managed to get through that game without mentioning. I've just I've just done the mathematics on the computer here. Mm. Between us, the three of us have have seen nearly two and a half million games of football. Mm. Um, never seen one delayed for a lack of toilet water before. <laughs> yeah. uh, amazing. I mean, all joking aside, uh, uh, you know, when they kicked off, and I understand there still wasn't water in the public toilets and all that. I did think, what if there's a fire? God forbid, what if there's a fire? But um, never seen that yeah. before. I know, I'd have been in trouble if I'd been at the From match. what Andy was saying, yeah. the amount the Brentford fans were drinking before the game, I think it would have been put out quite quickly. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, there we are. That was uh, the game between Brentford and Spurs. Next up, it's Newcastle 5, Aston Villa 1. Danny Kelly's with us. We're going through all of the nine Premier League games this uh, weekend so far. More to come shortly. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Danny Kelly with us. We've still got uh, three and four more games to squeeze in. So Arsenal two, Nottingham Forest one. A bit edgier at the end than maybe the Arsenal mm. fans would have expected after the start they made. Um, where did you think yeah. West Ham are going to finish in the league, by the way, Andy? Oh, I, I went 11th. OK. Yeah. All right, fair enough. I think... Uh, this is all knee-jerk, by the way. Of course, it's absolutely, yeah. completely unscientific. Mm. <laughs> Arsenal v Forest. I thought Forest. Look more settled with not too many ins. Although I see Steve Cooper, he wants saying, more ins. He wants more. You think, oh, don't do that. He's That's in mad that was last year. It's worse than us. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was mad. Uh, Arsenal still settling in new players, but it's still got the likes of uh, Bukayo Saka. What a great goal that was! Yeah. Beautiful. Mm. Uh, yeah, yeah, what do you I make mean, of them? Uh, ch- um, I mean, uh, you're right. Yeah. The game, the game changed, didn't it? It was a stroll for Arsenal for long periods. I watched mm. the game, and Forest were, were fine, but um, Arsenal. <laughs> very confident at home these days and why not after the season they had last year the rice party axis wasn't 
quite right. They weren't instinctive enough with each mm. other, were they? They couldn't quite work out who's going to be the one that bombs forward because you don't need at home two absolute holding midfielders. Didn't quite get that going. Um, and then, of course, being the Premier League, once Forrest got the goal back, um, and I want E seems to score every week now, doesn't he's he? He's had a great uh, run. Absolutely. Mm. And Eddie Nketiah as well, if you start him, he scores. Not so... It doesn't seem to affect games so much off the bench, but scored again. Once Forrest got that goal, you know what the Premier League's like. They, they were jitters. They could yeah. easily have got an equaliser. Mm. Um, but, you know, a, a closer game than I expected, and that may be down to Forrest, uh, rather than Arsenal's getting used to each other, one or two new mm. signings, because Havertz was also filling up that spot where one of the two central midfielders needs to run into. They were kind of running mm. into each other. Mm. Um, they'll sort that out, but Forrest did pretty well, even in defeat. I've got Arsenal it? second or third, Forest about six, 15th or 16th. I think they'll be all right. Yeah. Steve Cooper, so, though, did you see his yeah. old black T-shirt? It wasn't any old faded black T-shirt. It was a Paul Smith faded black T-shirt. Really? Because he's from Nottingham, isn't he, Paul Smith? So I suppose that's the connection. Would well, you think he supplies these, the official um, black oh, T-shirts? They're probably a together. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it's interesting with Havertz, isn't it? I mean, uh, he is, Andy's not the biggest fan. He kind of floats about. He'll have good games. He'll have games where he's anonymous. And it seems strange that Arteta couldn't, couldn't wait to get Ozil out of the club because he was a bit flaky. And it seems to have signed a kind of... Tall Ozil. Ozil, as Andy calls him or is, again that's knee jerk he'll probably go out and score a hat-trick against no, he Spurs he's a, he's a one in ten he play, every ten games or so you look at him and go well, what a player this bloke is he's like Berbatov he's this he's that he's that. one in ten well that's really? it really I, yeah. Honestly, this, you know what we've seen so far from him is pretty much what we saw from him at Chelsea you know misses a lot of chances flatters to deceive occasionally plays really really well I, look, I might be wrong who knows no, but no, that's, no, no, that's no, what I, we've I, seen in the last two or three years I don't see any difference it was a strange signing for me well, I mean the, the, the manager must believe that the player I often compare him to is Thomas Muller um, if they can find if he can find a way to to facilitate his weird mixture of of, of, uh, of skills then he can be an incredibly difficult player to play against mm. Um, and they've got to let him float. Like, but, but has he got the instinct that Muller has to always somehow find himself in the right place at the right time? Mm. That's the test for mm. him, isn't it? Yeah, oh, Arteta sure. obviously will back himself to yeah. bring that into his yeah, game. You know, yeah, he's, yeah, he's, seen, that, he's seen something in him, wrong, and he, yeah, he'll probably prove us all wrong. We move on to Brighton 4, Luton Town 1. Um, yeah. yeah, again, another bit of a baptism, baptism of fire for Luton, really, back in the top division. Or in the not top in Kansas anymore. Not in Kansas <laughs> uh, anymore. Maybe they're never in Kansas. I mean, really, it's uh, it, it's a massive. Um, and, you know, Brighton are a good side. They're a pretty settled side. They've got a lot of weapons. And this was probably always likely to happen. It'll find take Luton a little bit of time to find their feet, I think. I'm not sure they'll find their feet away from home very much. They're going to have to rely on t turning Kenilworth Road, that most atypical of Premier League mm. uh, grounds, into a kind of mm. um, some kind of redoubt. Um, and it's interesting because we saw, we'll get on to Burnley, we saw that with Luton, the thing that worked from the Championship is completely negated in the Premier League. They were, they're a huge team. And they use that physicality, and there's nothing wrong with that. I'm not suggesting they're not good players as well. A huge team. But in the Premier League, people just face you down and go, go on then. And in fact, it was Brighton's nimbleness around the ball mm. that became again and again and again, particularly in the second half, you saw the undoing of Luton. And, you know, it's no good being big, say, against Manchester City anymore. They've got about six centre-halves now, and Rodri, and Haaland. They'll just say, go on then, run mm. at my chest, commit suicide because um, it won't be enough for them. They're going to be, their, their gig will be what, what they're going to do to you at home, where they will 
use long and high balls and set pieces um, to try and 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 discomfort mm. um, Premier League teams in a way that we haven't seen since Stoke City were doing their thing a decade or so ago. Yeah, it's a brilliant true. moment though for Howard Webb to consider over the weekend. You've got Dunk's handball was ludicrous, back mm. of his elbow. Never handball. Tarkovsky, nope. same thing exactly. Not given. One given, one not given. That cannot happen. You can't have this inconsistency. And also, th- this is the one that the lawmakers have to sort out. That is not what handball was designed for. Dunk, what could he no. do about it? He couldn't yeah. do anything about it. It's ludicrous. Yeah. You know, no, no, absolutely, Andy. And, and that while there is an excuse for the referee in the heat of the moment to interpret the law wrongly there's none in the in those in, in, in back in stockley park or wherever they're doing the blinking thing now um there's absolutely no excuse you know the rules you know the way it's supposed to be interpreted you've got three minutes to sort this thing out and accidental contact between a ball and an arm just cannot be a penalty otherwise the game becomes a, a question of just flicking the ball at your opponent's midriff and hopefully he handles it absolutely I've got Brighton 6th or 7th but that's just my estupinion they're challenging for 5th are they <laughs> <You missed that's laughs> just my estupinion yeah, exactly and, <laughs> oh sorry mate oh. and uh, what about Luton 5th <laughs> no bye oh ok fair enough see yeah. knee jerk Luton fans take no notice yeah, of him he doesn't know what he's yeah. talking about Everton nil. <laughs> Fulham 1 I see Jack Harrison's on his way in from Leeds um, I mean, to t- somebody, uh, yeah, yeah, someone yeah. else to load the gun, but still need someone to fire the yeah. bullets, mm. don't they? Uh, look, that noise you can, if you open your, your window, don't, you're so high up there, don't open the windows. <laughs> that, that noise you can hear from the direction of Liverpool, that's alarm bells, isn't it? Um, you know, need, this is me being knee jerk. Everton, they need, they can't be losing home games to Fulham the way they have been for the past two seasons. And they brought in the kid, um, I've forgotten his name now, but he's 19 years of age. It's asking a lot of him. Don, Dominic Calvert-Lewin is the answer, but can they keep him you know, in, you know, know, stuck together with tape and stuff for enough games in the season? Um, they, in fact, the result you know, the result could have gone either way. Yeah, they created loads of chances. chances. Leno, exactly. was, Leno was they, man of the match. They, they yeah. were well-organised, determined, physically strong. Everything expect from Sean Dyche. Hmm. And whether it's now just entered the club's DNA that they can't get the ball across the line, because there's no, no reason why professional players wouldn't have taken three of those chances on a good day. Hmm. Um, but somehow they didn't get it again. And it leads, allows people like me to keep picking at the scab, doesn't it? Yeah. And yeah. they can't score goals. It was a real smash yeah, and grab that there for Fulham. That, uh, I think uh, Fulham 13th, Everton, they, they're going to be right are down you? No, I don't think they'll go down. They'll though. be all right. Yeah. They'll find a way. Can't pay Mopay, of course. That if one only, on TV you know, series. <laughs> every, game you, every game you go to, if you're a fan, you always think, ah, oh, and you can see Everton fans, if I, look, Mitrovic's on the bench for Fulham. If only we had Mitrovic, you yeah, know. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, so um, we move on then to, uh, finally, just very quickly, because it was Friday night, Burnley nil. Mm. Um, also, we should, Fulham, what can we say about Fulham? The goalkeeper had a great game. Mitrovic, it seems that the Saudi mm. club's coming back in. We haven't heard the end yeah. of that. It they're looks... going to miss Perlina for a bit till he comes back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but were they going to finish, Andy, Fulham? 
I've got them 13th. OK, fair enough. Um, so 17th yeah. or 18th. Burnley nil, Manchester 17th. City 3. Not a massive surprise. And we did the Fools panel the other day. I believe, Danny, you, that was your three-pointer. You did call. Yeah. Uh, you yeah. did call that oh, for the commentators 3-0 yeah. the other day. Just very quick. Just a matter of resource, isn't it? Manchester yeah. City's... Not Manchester City's team. Manchester City bench. Calvin Phillips, Kovacic, Grealish, Gvardiol, Laporte and Pakatar to come. Um, <laughs> Manchester City's bench would beat Burnley's first team... Nine times out of ten. Yeah. Um, and this is where the Premier League has to be very, very careful. If it wants to keep selling itself as the, as the global rogering product that it does, you can't have City being ten times as good as the teams in the bottom half of the table. Otherwise, you turn into what we've always accused Germany, Spain, etc. of being. I don't know what the answer is, but that was a mismatch. In my yeah. knee-jerk reaction on City is they're going to win the league in Holland or score a lot of goals. Thank you, well, Andy. Well that's, really? the kind of, that's the kind of insight we've come that's to expect. Like. That's <laughs> why the big bucks goes his way, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Seven one seven. Is Andy it? wrong? All right. I don't know about Burnley. You need to see a bit more. You can't judge them yet because that's very hard against City. So yeah, yeah. I've, I've been watching the mission to Burnley, and I think I'm getting. I, I, it feels like an extended um, um, sort of not. It's a chance for... He's really shining in it, Vincent Company. Mm. You think if it doesn't quite work out at Burnley, I don't think it'll be short of offers. It's a great advert for him, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah. I, I but they, they but just... they're another one. Like Luton, what worked last year for them was having massive possession. They're just not going to get that in the Premier League. They're no. just going to find a solution they're worrying about De Bruyne. He's 32 now. A lot, he's a great player. I mean, that cross for Harlem was brilliant, but he's got a lot of miles on the clock. So he, he has indeed. Danny, we'll do this all again next Monday. Fantastic. Fantastic. Yeah, Good to talk my, to you. As my knee jerk reaction to that is great. Good. <laughs> <laughs> there we are. Danny Kelly joins us every Monday. Stan Collymore's here of a Friday to preview the weekend's football and uh, bring uh, get involved in the Falls panel as well. Uh, still to come today, we're around Europe with Andy Brassel. It looks like Neymar's off. The, it's the end of the Galactico era, although Mbappe's still yeah. there, of course. Yeah, that's true. What's, his, what's going on with Mbappe? That's quite interesting. Suddenly mm. he's staying. He's going to start playing again. Andy Brassel will have all that. Mm. He'll have the latest on. Harry Kane and all sorts of uh, other stuff from around Europe uh, it's Paul Hawksby and Andy Jacobs here on Talksport with Toolstation get 20% off thousands of trade quality products in Toolstation's biggest ever summer sale the Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast hey it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad high quality fashion without the price tag say hello to Quince I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. 
Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Paul Hawksby and Andy Jacobs here on TalkSport. In the second hour of the show, Andy Brassel, European football expert, joins us. We're going to be talking Neymar and Bappe. The Glad player suddenly heading for uh, the Turkish League. We'll be chatting about that. And lots more besides Harry Kane, Jude Bellingham, as Spain got underway and more. Uh, plus, it'll take any questions on players you've been linked with. It could be heading to your club from uh, a European club. If you want to know more, talksport.com forward slash HNJ. Text to 81089 or tweet to TSHNJ. And Mark White from uh, Dorking Wanderers is popping in to see us. He's the founder, the owner, the chairman, the manager. Uh, they've come from effectively Parks Football to the uh, to the conference, which is pretty amazing. But to take that next step, uh, they need some help. And uh, you could be involved. You could be mm. a part owner of the club and share in their success. We'll tell you more about that later. Um, also, we asked you about um, homemade sporting equipment. Uh, an old bit of nostalgia appeared today on social media of um, Practical Woodworking magazine uh, telling you how you could make your own football rattle. Um, and uh, we wondered if you've got a bit of homemade sporting equipment uh, and you sent us some information. When I was nine, I was a goalkeeper at school and desperately wanted the yellow Peter Shilton goalie shirt with the black across the chest. My dad got hold of a cheap yellow top and a marker pen and then stitched a badge on. Paul from Worcester says, I've never really got over it. That would be going back to school. Dad meant well. He did it. He came from a good place. Mm. But you've got to go into school with a homemade Peter Shilton shirt That's on. not a good idea. The kids know, don't they? <laughs> they Cruel do. kids. Uh, yeah. Barry from Hull says, my dad made me a high jump set and we put an old rug down to land on. I probably wouldn't pass health and safety today. That's from Dick Fosbury. No, it's not, of course. <laughs> I once had to make my six-year-old son a pair of shin pads out of cardboard and packing tape after we realised he'd forgotten them for an important match. The parental responsibility for my son's safety was replaced by the embarrassment of being lambasted by the coaching staff on the parents' WhatsApp group. That said, I think I did a real, rather good job. He's 12 now, and we still have them. But it's like he's lucky. It's like Billy's <laughs> boots, his lucky shin pads. So homemade uh, sporting equipment, tell us your stories, whether you made it or somebody made it yeah, for you. We used you. to use Reader's Digest. Yeah. Well, they're your shin pads. Mm. Did you really use yes. Reader's Digest? Yes, this was a small A5 magazine, yeah, it was perfect, then. wasn't it? And yeah. you you used them as shin pads. Absolutely. Really? It's a long time ago. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I had those big boots with like. How know, much did Reader's? Was it cheaper than buying shin Meredith. pads? Each yeah. month, though, having a subscription to Reader's Digest and well, then think, changing think, them every month. I think my dad got Reader's Digest, so I just used them as shin pads. <laughs> <laughs> they were different times, kids. Different times, yeah. yeah. that's right. Maybe that's why Jack Grealish doesn't wear them, because his dad didn't subscribe to Reader's Digest. Does that even still exist as a magazine? I don't think it does. Well, I don't know. I didn't, no, Was it very informative, Andy? I don't think I ever read a whole one. I can't say I have either, yeah. really. I may have dipped into it in a dentist's <laughs> waiting room when I was a kid. I've no idea about it. Other okay, than well, shin pads. Come, on, let's have, come on, let's have your Reader's Digest updates. Uh, <laughs> we'll look it up. Andy, what have you got for well, us? Well, it's very interesting. David Coote, the fourth official, uh, placed the new Premier League rules that uh, yesterday at Chelsea that permit only one coach to be allowed to stand at the front of the technical area at any time. Mm. Uh, Jurgen Klopp said he was content with the new directive, but added, it's like that in the Champions League anyway. And I think it's only a real problem for one team. 
Newcastle. <laughs> He's fantastic. <laughs> Is that what you say? Yeah. <laughs> he never lets it go, yeah. does he? He was brilliant. He's having a pop up to was it Jason, Jason Tindall, isn't he? Is, yeah, yeah where he's always kind of pops yeah. up there, share a bit of limelight. Mm. Uh, our producer tells us he's watched part one of the Newcastle documentary and says it's rather good. So, yeah, I'm, uh, sure, I'm sure, I'm sure Martin Kellner will be bringing mm. that, and I'll, I'll dip into it if I can this week, as I'm sure many people will. John C. from Doncaster wrote to the Star oh, about yeah. the Rugby League. Me- Challenge Cup final that you went to in, in, on the weekend. Oh, yeah. And it was a great game, wasn't it? Oh, we'll fantastic, yeah. He said, just sat down to watch the Rugby League Challenge Cup final and guess what? Jonathan Davis doing the commentary sported for me. Well, I couldn't have guessed that because I thought he was perfectly fine. Yeah. <laughs> What's wrong with these people? <laughs> it was a fantastic game, won oh, by Golden Point by, mm. by Lee. It's fantastic. Again, you had that so thing. so exciting. There was, I hadn't had a pint before the game and watched the last mm. half hour of the, the uh, England women's game and was out in a sort of garden in a little mm. uh, pub there. And it was mainly, there was a couple of Lee fans in there, but it was mainly Hull KR fans in there, quite packed with them. And, but this is the great thing about the Challenge Cup final. I mentioned it on front. Mm. Boulders Brass, about half a dozen uh, Hull FC fans coming in the old, in the black and white, coming in their colours. And there's a bit of bants flying around, but it's all good humoured. They're all having a laugh with each other. I just imagine if, if it was Tottenham in the cup final. Oh, or, you couldn't or, have this in football. You know, you it just. Uh, and then a bunch of Arsenal fans came yeah. in in their shirts just to kind of watch the. I mean, this straight rugby league it just doesn't seem to have that issue. It's fantastic, really. There were some great moments in that game. The, yeah. the, the pressure kick at the end for Brad Schneider to take it into extra time. Or yeah. Point. And then then, you know, for them to fail to reach touch was such a mistake, wasn't it? It was incredible, though. Yeah, Derek Beaumont, who we spoke, the, yeah, the he owner. Swore at the end. He was mortified with himself for swearing. What, on TV? On yeah, on I TV. Think, yeah, I, mean, I think so he's excited. had quite the weekend yeah. uh, by the sound of it. But it was a brilliant achievement because mm. they, when they rebranded the club last year from Lee Centurions, he did get a lot of stick. He talked to us about mm. it when we went up to Warrington on the first day of the Super League season. and uh, But they fashioned a really good side. And mm. obviously, the I mean, looking at the amount of leopard uh, skin that was on show, uh, at the yeah, weekend, the, the fans, <laughs> all the fans have embraced it. Yeah, They've embraced it's, it's it and they're loving idea. it. So you anyway. mentioned the Lionesses win there, and it was watched by seven point two million people. Unfortunately, I wasn't one of them, as we had a power cut. For oh no, about four hours. What was it? The water was it your part of London? Oh, no, no, no water, no, no water, power. No what are they trying to do here? No idea. It's apocalyptic. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. The Talk Sport Clips of the Week. Well, they were in December 2005 anyway. Well, yes. Or, I think, because, yeah, it's Clips of the Week pewter. We bring these to you on a Monday. Yeah, the old story, you've heard it. Box of old mini-discs lying in a corner. What are they, someone said. Oh, they were a gold mine. Well, well they're pewter of the Week written all over them. They so were, yeah, that's it. it I, look, I'm, I'm trying to make it a, a more romantic story oh, than it is. They did have clips. Yeah. Everybody knew exactly what they were. Yeah, go on. Sorry. Break the fourth wall, Andy. Yeah. Tremendous. So, yeah, anyway, it was a box there. Everybody knew what they were. And uh, the producers, um, uh, the only person left in the UK with a mini disc player true. who's managed to digitise them. So here they are. They're warts and all. They're clips of the week pewter. We can't mm. promise gold. They're slightly and tarnished. And a mystery, isn't it? Because we don't know who it was. We're yeah, we're going to anyway. ask the listeners uh, to turn detective. There's somebody's mm. voice. It's clearly someone who worked in the world of football coaching mm. or management. And we can't recognise who it is. So, um, yeah, you can turn sleuth at some point in the clips. But we kick off with uh, Lisa O'Sullivan. 
Arsenal midfielder Robert Pires insists he won't leave Highbury during the transfer window. He wants to stay at the club beyond the end of the season. The 52-year-old Frenchman's out of contract in the summer. <laughs> I don't him... even think he's 52 now. <laughs> <laughs> makes him 70, I think, at the moment, doesn't it? It's not good, is it? Wow. Here's Graham Beecroft alongside Alan Brazil. OK, I was going to talk to you about Brazil, but we've had a wicket in the cricket, Tim. Thank you very much indeed for, for that insight. We'll look forward to speaking you, to you again very shortly indeed. Yeah, let's go Empire. OK. Well, they were, they, we had the people from Empire doing all of our cricket uh, updates at the time. Good old Alan. Uh, and sticking with the cricket, here's an update from the late, great Jack Bannister. That's a knock-on effect from the uh, the awful dismissal, really, of Kevin Peterson, who just slogged his wicket away thoughtlessly after he got got to a hundred. You've never a fan of KP. No, really, he wasn't. Yeah, no, that's very true. Also talking cricket, it's Mike Parry and Andy Townsend. Uh, Better than that, Andy. Fantastic start. It has been. Really it has been a very start. good start. England could have been in danger now of really tiring, you know, in the heat that you get out there on the first day. Yep. Only taking a couple of wickets, you know, Pakistan on their way to a cricket score. <laughs> <laughs> That's the very worst use of that phrase ever, isn't it? Oh, it could have been a cricket a score out there. Clip. As it's a game of cricket, there's every chance. <laughs> Let's go over to the talk sport callers now. Well, I think before we kicked off, there was a nice little frost on the surface, and uh, it was a freezing cold night. We had a, the highest attendance we've had for 30,000 years. Wow, 30,000 years? I don't know what club he was talking about, but it's clearly an old club. One of the founding members. Yeah. Good. What's next? It's back to Beaky and Allen now. Well represented. I'd be interested. Just before we go back to our lines, Al. God, Tim, well, I'm freezing in here. Someone been at that temperature gig. No problem. It's oh. uh, it's the effect of uh, this, that, and the other. Al. Uh, European teams. <laughs> yeah, I think they call it aircon beating. It's called air conditioning. <laughs> this, that, and the other. <laughs> Professor Beecroft. He wanted to move there. on. <laughs> and the well, the air, I'm, you'll be pleased here. I'm d- delighted. Here. I'm sure that the aircon chat continued. Supermarkets. I've been looking at your involved. temperatures. It looks looks fantastic over there. So. Yeah, yeah. Same same applied to me yesterday. Actually, I was uh, not intentionally, but I, I was outside wandering around. Went in somewhere that, where I could you could feel the aircon, you know, from about uh, mm. three or four yards away. So, oh, that's nice. I'll go in here, and uh, it was quite interesting as well. Yeah. Anyway, there we go. Slightly fizzled out, big. <laughs> don't great, tell that. Yeah. Don't tell that one on <laughs> Piers Morgan. Anecdotes. That's yeah. A terrible one. <laughs> yeah. I was a bit warm, so I went into a shop where the aircon was on. So fantastic. Brilliant. So, yes, it's a caller to Adrian Durham. Let's speak to uh, John, who's a, a Celtic fan. Hi, John. Hi there. Hi, mate. Welcome to the, the, the show. Uh, the <laughs> thanks very much. <laughs> <laughs> Good old John. Yeah, yeah thanks for coming. It's like, yeah, you're coming on my little show. Yeah, it was one of those, wasn't it? Um, yes, and staying with the callers. Joseph is in Milton Keynes. Hi, Joseph. Hello there. Speak to us, buddy. Right, good evening, guys. All I would like to say, I've got to be a bit quick because of the phone. What about the phone? <laughs> what about the phone? Well, on the incredibly phone. high phone bills. <laughs> yeah. I've got, no, I, I have to be quick because of the phone. Uh, here's Mike Parry now with a quite horrific attempt at a Northern Irish accent. A message here from Belfast, Andy. Okay. It's from Billy in Belfast. Have you Billy's been a... on, he's been on this morning, I think. Billy from Belfast. He's talking about Rooney. Uh, yeah, when he says, oh, Mr Parry, all of a sudden friendlies are important. You're a two-faced git. <laughs> different different times, uh, different times. I don't know what happened? He went quite cornish. <laughs> yes, he didn't a bit, a bit sort tremendous, of light sweary. Um, yes, yes, it's staying with Mister Parry alongside Andy Townsend. You know, I was down at Southend. You know, not every Southend fan lives ten minutes around the corner from their house. No. 
Well, <laughs> I can't, still can't quite work that out. Can't really any of them do, do they? How can you get 10 minutes away from the test. I mean, Frank Lampard worked that one out. Alan Brazil now, kicking off a competition. Now on the line now, uh, we have Claire and we have also uh, John ha- uh, John up in Hartlepool. Jo- is it John Hartlepool or up in Hartlepool? John, good morning. I don't, <laughs> don't think Hartlepool's John a Hartlepool's name. Hartlepool's name. <laughs> it could have been. Remember that old advert for J.R. Hartlepool? <laughs> yeah. Remember that? Fly fishing yeah, from J.R. Hartlepool. Yeah, yeah that's it. So, And this is the one, I think. This is the one we can't quite work out. This was a, a manager or a coach back in the day chatting and we can't think who it was. So... If he was in charge of your club, you think, oh, immediately, oh, yeah, that was next. X. Then do let us know. But uh, it's not just a competition. Something does go a bit weird. Uh, I didn't feel it was right for me. I like to be out in the training field with the, with the players, doing what I know best. Um, mm. You know, I, I think there's, a, there's still a very good squad here. Uh, everybody's... Um, <laughs> You know, <laughs> just, uh, just, just needed, just needed a very long, lovely, uh, lovely of, pause. Some managers do need a little bit of thinking time, don't they? <laughs> so there we are. Who was that? Do you want to hear it again? Let's hear. Let's it's it's great, it's, isn't it? Come on, let's play. Guess the manager. Here we go. Uh, I didn't feel it was right for me. I like to be out in the training field with the, with the players, doing what I know best. Um, mm. You know, I, I think there's, a, there's still a very good squad here. Uh, <laughs> uh, so there we know. are. Uh, who was that? Let us know. Talksport.com forward slash H&J. Text to 81089. Tweet to TSH&J. There we are. There's some clips of the week there from uh, 2005. We'll try and dust a few more off for you around the same time next week. Yes, that's good. A little bit of time for this, haven't we? Yeah, this yeah. this was yesterday in the Mail on Sunday. Mm. I mean, the, our own Laura Woods, who's doing a great job at the World Cup, uh, she's been lauded apparently, in this, according to the Mail on Sunday, for her knowledge of the sport. And fans have been admiring her fashion choices too. Yesterday, Miss Woods, 36, opted for a hot pink short sleeve suit by French label Ellie White, yeah. which cost less than £100. For the Columbia last 16 win against Jamaica, she opted for a cream pink striped suit by Forever Unique. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> a Caramel and bodice with a pair. Did they used to do this with Des Lydon? He's wearing a suit by Jason Hawks. That's ridiculous. <laughs> For goodness sake, what's the point of that? It's yeah. not going to make it. It doesn't serve the cause of women well, that, I don't think. Well, That's there it. we are. She's doing a great job. She is, indeed. Um, so, um, Mickey Adams says Barry, oh, the Villa fan. It? Okay. it was Mickey Adams, former right, Leicester manager. So that would fit mm. the timeline, I guess, Barry. So, good man. Thank you very much. Now, I haven't seen the Gareth Southgate play, but I know the producer saw it. Have you seen it? I haven't yet, no, yeah, no. It's moving, it, it, it's going to the West End. I hope to see it when he yeah, does that. exactly. And it's supposed to be really, really good. Mm. But it's being turned into a ten-part series by Netflix. You think, why don't you just do a one-off? Then you get sick of this. I get, I've decided now I really like movies because you sit down right? and you watch the whole... It's taking you this long, is it? Yeah, on telly. Because you sit down and you watch the whole thing and that's it, it's done. There's so many of these series are 10, 12 parts. You've got, it's well, like you've a, got a lot of time on your hands, isn't well, it? Too much, no, I have not that much time <laughs> on my hands. It's too much of an investment. What else are you going to get up to? If you like it so much that you, you want to turn it into a TV thing, why not just make, do it as, as that, you know? Yeah. You're just going to be spinning it out. Brevity in all things, no, Andy. I think yeah. So, yeah. Okay, okay, fair enough. Uh, I travelled. One of the listeners says I travelled from Ever uh, to from Edinburgh to Dorking two years ago. Oh, right. That's a long journey. Brilliant game. Brilliant football. Brilliant little ground. So that's, a that's great off the back story, of my white coming. 
telling us how uh, he's looking for a little bit of help from you to take the club onto the next level. Um, some nice stuff about homemade sporting equipment, mm. because we told you about this ad that appeared years ago in Practical Woodworker magazine, where you could make your own rattle, your own football rattle to mm. take to the game. That's right, kids. People used to take a solid chunk of wood to football yeah, matches. You be able to get that in. It'd now. be an offensive weapon. Now they wouldn't let you in. Uh, I was a club uh, assistant referee one Sunday morning. The ref arrived on his moped. Lovely old boy he was. At the centre circle toss-up, he produced the lino flags, which were a curtain rail, which had been hard with a lump of his ex-kitchen curtain on the end. When I ran down the line, it was like having a sail behind me, <laughs> says Robin Ipswich. I gave good. up and used a small towel instead. We've had some good ones of these. I repaired uh, Lloyd, my 12-year-old's goalkeeping gloves that had gone a bit dry, lost their grip. Oh, I know, so yeah. I just spread some clear silicon over the palms. When they drive, the grip was amazing. Trouble was, after the game where he'd been rubbing the sweat off his face, he was covered in red blotches and had an itchy reaction to the silicon. I also sprayed his cricket pads blue for a cup final his team was in, and they had to use coloured kit. Uh, he dived to uh, get one one after a quick single and left two blue lines on the wicket (laughs) Paul in Port Talbot uh, the Chelsea fan thank you Paul you're a good dad I'd say doing good stuff for your lad your lad like that Everton have got a new £6.50 jumbo hot dog I saw it it's hanging out the side of the bun isn't it it's fantastic it's uh, it's an incredible thing Uh, anyway they the the report is the Toffees served up a stale opening Premier League performance oh yeah 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 size of the sausage Sparked scores of mustard comments from supporters. No, terrible. One joke: the hot dog is bigger than Everton's chances of staying up. Oh, no one said that. Another quipped, quipped. No one quipped. <laughs> Better value than the season ticket. Some fans even accused the club of spending all their transfer budget on stadium refreshments. Another tweeted: Can the hot dog play up front? They clearly know they're onions. <laughs> Terrible piece, isn't it? Really, hang <laughs> your head in shame. Quite old school. I quite like it now and again. When a tabloid goes old school, it's beautiful. <laughs> Now, um, of all the daft things to do, you'd imagine riding a penny farthing, which doesn't look like... Oh, you make the big old bikes with a big wheel. I'm sure yeah. what, most people know what a penny farthing oh, is. They've so, seen yeah. pictures of them. Riding one on uh, on the edge of a cliff, would you do that? No. Yeah, just, <laughs> you've only got to slightly lose control yeah. and, and off you go. Well, that's just gone on. Um, we're going to find out more about it very, very shortly. The Beachy Head World Championship Penny Farthing hill climb weekend you never believed the Premier League was back would you unless a women's <laughs> world cup on but that will be reflected we're well, just going to have we're just going to just give you a little, little bit of little that break, yeah. we're going to find out more uh, we're off to Saudi a little bit later on and we are talking Wolves uh, as well uh, ahead of their game against Manchester United tonight uh, all being well just another quick one of these when uh, I was young and money was tight snowy winter I wanted a sledge my dad couldn't afford to buy one so he made one for me took it to the top of a, a nearby hill I jumped on it and it sank. He made it of incredibly heavy wood and metal, says Brian. Oh dear. Not so keep those coming. Homemade sporting equipment we're interested in this afternoon. Whether you've knocked it up or a member of the family has, what was it? We've had homemade football shirts. We've had a few of those as well. Talksport.com forward slash H and J. Text to eight ten eighty nine. Tweet to TSH and J or give us a call. O three seven one seven double two double three double four. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. There we are. That was this afternoon's show. Myself and Charlie Baker reconvene tomorrow. We'll be building up to the semi final of the Women's World Cup. We'll have Celebrity combination lock. We'll have all sorts going on. Do hope you can join us. Andy will be back on uh, Wednesday. 
So uh, for now, thanks for listening. You've been listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hear the guys every weekday between 1 and 4 p.m. on TalkSport. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.